Welcome back, everyone, to the Sports Minorities Podcast. Your home for not so expert analysis, shit talking, and depending on how we did midseason wise, or whether or not our predictions are good or bad here. I'm your host, resident Titans fan, and fan of the World Series champion Houston Astros and the Stanley oh, Cup God. champion Colorado Avalanche. Oh, my God. Yeah, you see? Yeah, this week are. Your soon to be Lord Chicken Wing. Yeah, you heard right. Lord Chicken Wing. The fuck would you be a Lord? Uh, bitch, don't worry about how I fucking did it. Just God damn it. Checked his ancestry. He's really white, so it's one of those Lord things, yeah. Yeah. The Lord no? of Failure. You're right. No, You're the Lord I... of Failure and the Lord of Fake. Yes, Gentlemen, Lord. I bought a square, square mile of land. No, it's a square root. I'm sorry. It's a square foot of land in Scotland. Oh, God. Yes. So that makes you a lord? Okay, can yeah, we move yeah. on from William Wallace? Uh, who's next? Any, intros, any, any fucking way. This is Nori. Still a happy Giants fan. I'm very happy at 6-2. and two. And just give it time. Houston probably cheated again. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Give it some fucking time. <laughs> They're here. Cowboys fan. Jim say I am on your side, sir. I know that you are saying absurd that y'all are taking games, but there's no way you just hired a head coach that has 15 to two years of experience. Oh, no wait, being experienced. Yeah, but you're not tanking. It's fine. Everything's good. You're great. It's the obvious tanking job I've ever seen. It's so horrible. It takes the yeah. Uh, Rob uh, will be joining us shortly. Uh, he had some family join him last minute at his house. So uh, as soon as his guests leave, he'll definitely jump on the podcast with us. And I'm sure he'll be happier this week because... Tom Brady finally did some Tom Brady things this past week. So, yeah, for sure. Undefeated since the divorce. Fuck yes. <laughs> yes, there it is. <laughs> Holy shit. See if that continues in Germany oh this week. Oh, my God. Right? All right. Well, let's get into how we did on week nine. We're going to discuss week nine, uh, make our week 10 predictions later on. We're also going to discuss a bit of sports news and we're since we're at the midseason, we're going to look back on what our preseason predictions were and see how they're stacking up thus far. So, looking into week nine, uh, how do we do? DJ, Nori, and Rob all went 10 and 3, uh, while Chicken Wing and myself went 8 and 5. So, that leaves our overall standings where uh, I'm in first with 85 correct picks on the NFL season. Rob is in second with 81, Nori in third with 80, Chicken Wing fourth with 79, and DJ in 78. So, anybody's game still at the midway point here and let's go through it dj we'll start with you uh looking back on week nine any picks you regret or any surprises that stood out to you uh no 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 picks i regret uh, i well maybe one the packers <laughs> I gave Aaron Rodgers too much credit. They 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 lost they lost four straight games before they played Detroit, and I just figured that since Detroit's defense is historically bad at this point, Aaron Rodgers could figure out a way to beat them. But I was mistaken. Aaron Rodgers threw three red zone interceptions, but somehow that's somebody else's fault. Right. It's not his. Yeah. Right. So. I guess I guess I guess simplifying the offense didn't work. So I guess what we're going to do now is simplify defensive schemes. That way, the defense can carry the Packers. That's Aaron Rodgers' idea. So we'll do that. But outside of that, no, everything else was, you know, everything else was uh, basically how I expected it to go. 
You know, Geno Smith is still king of the West. That's right, Mike, king of the West. So, <laughs> I'm not. Yeah, yeah. That. There we go. We're good. That's that's pretty much what I got. You know, go Geno. All right, Nori. What about you? So my big my my big regret here. Um, well, first of all, I think it's I can speak for all of us. All of us are fucking surprised that the Jets beat the the, the Bills. That yes. was pretty wild. Yes. Uh, was I yeah. expecting that? This is also the first time in years, little years, that all of the New Jersey and New York teams are above 500. It's kind of it's kind of wild. It's pretty cool though. It's pretty dope. Um, my biggest regret, knowing what I know, was picking Carolina over Cincy. Cincy looked like absolute dog shit without Jamar Chase. I did not think they were going to hang 42 on Carolina because Carolina's actually still putting up points. So that was that was bad. Um, I definitely wish I could take that one back, but you know. Sometimes you got to just, uh, you know, shoot your shot and try your best here. That's the only one I regret. I don't regret picking Arizona over Seattle because I feel like the game could have went either way. So I'm good with that. All right. Rob would be next, not joining us yet, but I have a feeling he would echo your sentiment there. I was picking Carolina, which he did. Um, yeah, fuck that guy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Chicken <laughs> Wing, what about you? I don't have regrets. I think all my picks were educated picks. Like what the other two guys said, no one expected the Jets to beat the Bills. Uh, Bills look like they were on top, but it kind of just tied into what I mentioned last week that honestly at this point it's pretty much any given Sunday. Mm-hmm. And any team looks like a, a fucking contender, except for Houston. Uh, fuck them. But uh, anyway, uh, no, I have no regrets. Surprise, because you're the only one that picked Carolina and Green Bay, and you don't regret either one of those. No, nah. Atlanta, huh? I did. And Atlanta. Yeah, I did. Oh, yeah. I picked Atlanta. Atlanta looked okay. 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 Atlanta looked like an actual legitimate team mm-hmm. coming off. Yeah, right after they beat the Panthers. Yeah, right after they beat the Panthers, who also are <laughs> legitimate. They're not two and seven. That's, that's definitely not the right record. I mean, you know, say yeah. what you want, but Atlanta I had some solid wins. My guys, so yeah, they, they had some know, solid ones, but I think looking back, maybe because I, I picked Atlanta too. That's probably the one pick I had that I do regret, just because I look at that division. I look at some of the, you know, they're they're hanging teams, but I'm I think I looked a little too much on the hype of how well they were playing versus the fact that the uh, Chargers were coming off a bye. Having that extra week to prepare is is actually good, and they're, they're a strong division, decent team. This is really more of. I took an NFC South team over an AFC West team, you know. And granted, maybe if it was Vegas, that might be a different story. But bingo, uh, yes, yeah. exactly, <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, but yeah, maybe I do kind of regret it. But I'm not completely counting Atlanta out uh, of this division race. When you look at the fact that Ooh. everyone in the NFC yeah. South has a losing record right now, trash. There is a very good chance. That the division. I mean, I know you ain't seven. talking because your division was right there last year. Who? I know you're not talking. DJ, what uh, about DJ? this year? No. DJ. What about this year, DJ? How is the division you, this year? Stop that. Because <laughs> I don't remember last year. I remember this year. No, I remember I remember this year. And uh, I would say our division is literally the best in football. That's what I would say. I don't know. Maybe maybe the I records think, are wrong. Maybe I record that's the best has given you a run for your money, though. Dude, our worst team is like That's the Carolina facts. Panthers right now. That's like our worst team, and they're contending for the division. So, and they're selling the team too. Yeah, I mean that's um, that's that's definite facts. 
Uh, and if you guys are wondering, no, no regrets running with my Titans. I'm just pissed off we did not keep running the ball with King Henry because Casey was not yeah, stopping that, that first half. That's what pissed me off. Like, I don't get it. Very I, winnable I, I, game. I like you went away from, like, you only beaten the the Chiefs by running the ball with Henry, and then you're like, we're, not just gonna, we're just not going to do this anymore. I'm exactly. like, oh, sweet. Exactly. Awesome. It's the same no. argument I had <laughs> early last year, right? You know, we got away from it. It cost us a game. That was lucky. He just put up two years, yards. Yeah. The last two years they played, we all picked the, the Chiefs. You pick your Titans. They beat the Chiefs. And then I think three in the year, like, okay, well, can't say he's not going to let this happen again. And they still have a hard time stopping the run. They're just, they're a bad matchup with the Titans. They're not, uh, they're it really is. The and but the Titans are just like a better matchup. They definitely are when they run the ball. <laughs> when our offensive yeah. coordinator yeah. doesn't have his head up his ass. Like, you have a thoroughbred, you have King Henry. Run the fucking ball, all right. Yeah, was, Especially with the game. fact that you had a rookie starting because Tannehill's hurt. Nothing against Malik Willis; I think he's going to be great in this league, but he still needs some time. And that was evidenced by the fact that he didn't complete a pass to a wide receiver in this game. You know, to be fair, to be fair, mm-hmm. you shouldn't have let AJ Brown go, and I'll die on that hill. You should have just paid him whatever you wanted, because look at his own for Philly. Philly would not be undefeated without AJ Brown. For I agree fact. with that, but then when you look in the future. With Agreed. the money he wanted, Tennessee couldn't afford it. We had money tied up with, with Derrick Henry already. I think Tannehill had a pretty sizable contract. It was hard to pay him. And, and, and then we talked about this. Tannehill kicks rocks. Give Malik Willis the whole offseason to play with the team. Yeah, You, you signed the youth for what, what was A.J. Brown, 24, 25 years old? Mm-hmm. You signed him to a four or five-year contract, and you get Malik Willis. And Tannehill, you already know what he can and can't do. You don't know, but you drafted Malik. Like, yeah, no. You know what I mean? I know, like, but I'm just saying, but we talked about this in the preseason. I was nervous on draft day when you guys did that shit. You know, I, I was shocked when we, I think if you go back and watch our live reaction too, when we streamed that, <laughs> I was shocked the trade was made. I felt a little better when uh, Traylon Burks was the draft pick. Now, granted, he's been on IR. He's got the 21-day window just activated, designated to return. And I think when he gets back, that's really going to open up a lot of the offense for Tannehill and Willis. Because that's a big body with so many A.J. Brown comparisons that we're missing out there. Robert mm-hmm. Woods has been a huge disappointment. Yes. Yeah, really so Does he really still play? Huh? Yeah, right. He's our kick returner. That's where he gets all my fantasy points. Oh, that's it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean. I thought he retired. But I don't know. I don't know. felt like it. Really <laughs> great, so. But seriously, run the damn ball. Stop. Not, when, yeah. when it's working, that costs us a huge win right there. No, Very agree. winnable game. Vegas, 12 and a half points. Fuck you still for that, sportsbook guys. Yeah, that was crazy. Yeah, so still no regrets picking that for my end. So. All right. Uh, well, when Rob jumps on, we'll make, uh, go back and get his thoughts on the week nine if we can. But uh, sports news-wise, set it off the top. The Houston Astros, after throwing another no-hitter, well, throwing a second no-hitter in World Series history, Took game five in Philly and clinched it in game six in Houston. Uh, first time in God knows how long that the World Series champion was clinched at home. Uh, Astros putting up the lowest ERA of a bullpen in postseason history, but sub one. So pretty dominant. Dusty Baker finally gets a World Series ring as a manager. Pretty awesome. And he signed a one-year extension. So congrats to my Strohs. The lowest in history? Obvious sign of cheating. Postseason history for a bullpen. Obvious yeah. sign of cheating right there. Fuck you. I'm saying. <laughs> I'm saying. Just give it time to come out. 
Nori, I challenge you to say some good things about my Astros this season. Come on. Ooh, that, oh, oh, I'll put $100 on that shit. Ain't going to happen. <laughs> Here's the thing, and JC knows this too, so you're not surprised. I was loving the Yankees-Astros rivalry in 2016, 2017. I was loving it. I'm like, yo, look at, all these, look at all these young guys you got. They're stepping up now. You know, like, look at all this pitching you've grown and all this homegrown talent. Like, they're pretty crazy. Like, we would have a good rivalry. Then they won 2017. I was actually cool with it. I'm like, all right, well, they won. They were the better team. Fine, whatever. But then the cheating came out. <laughs> and I fucking lost it. Then the cheating came out with Boston. It did uh, not nearly. The, it's. It wasn't the same thing, but it was still bad. It was still bad. And again, another one I felt like there's got a slap on the wrist. So it's really fucking hard to respect a team and an organization, especially when like hardcore cheating comes out. Like I know JC's already know he's salivating at the mouth. Oh, the teams cheat too. No, well, that's blanket bullshit. You can't like if someone's actually uh, the teams cheating, did the Strohs were the scapegoat. That's really all it was, because none of this would have ever come out if Mike Fires doesn't be the whistleblower. No one says shit. But it doesn't matter if it comes out or not. The, the fact is, like even in the Yankees, anybody who actually cheats, it should come out because fans need to know that. They need to know who's the Yankees did it too. Well, maybe it wasn't on the level the Astros did, but the Yankees did it too. That they did not that. do what Houston did. Come on, bro. Okay. No. Well, yes, you can say what it was. The Astros took it to a different level, but a, a, a whole different level. Didn't happen in the postseason. I didn't hear any trash campaigns in the playoffs. I'm that's just my saying. problem with Houston. I would love to say, hey, you know what? They won legitimately. All right, cool. Congratulations. Mm -hmm. But I'm kind of waiting for that left hook. Like six months later, breaking news: ESPN, the whole team fucking cheated, and it's going to say word for word just like that. <laughs> And I really hope it doesn't, JC, because I'd love to revisit revisit this with you from a year from now. Like, hey, you know what? Houston didn't cheat that year, but God damn it, if it if they come out again and they cheat, I know your ass is still going to support them. Well, it's okay. I don't mind cheaters because you don't mind the 2017 team. So you don't know where I stand on that. Give me my goddamn hundred dollars. Ain't cheating, ain't trying. Astros versus all y'all. I don't care. Uh, <laughs> shout out Ross Boland for who started his uh, banging the can podcast. It's all tied to Houston sports, but. Damn it, he he, uh, he put up some good points in the fact that what really has helped the Astros over these years is the farm system, and you said it. There's been like a, a star rookie in the Astros roster every year for like the past, see, since 2014, pretty much when George Springer came up. So, And Jeremy Pena, we got rid of Correa, and a lot of people counted the Astros out. Jeremy Pena has been amazing. So, um, great year, and I honest with you i don't think i don't think anyone's stopping the astros from repeating next year so but the cool thing about major league baseball next year is that every team is going to play each other once whereas in the past division opponents would play each other 19 times now it's only 12 so it every team now is guaranteed to play every other team in major league baseball for at least one or i think it's like a two-game series at least at minimum next season so that's going to really open the schedule up and uh, kind of bounce the schedule out a bit. So that should be interesting. Factor the tiebreakers in. So a uh, final thought though, Nori on the playoff format this year, this was the I don't have a problem with it. I don't have a problem yeah. with it at all. Mm -hmm. all National league fans are just bitching because their teams got pieced out, but you know what? <laughs> and you should have fucking won. You think NFL fans like that? It's one game and a wild card team can win and, and you know, and finger bang them on the way up. Too bad. Uh, hell no. but that's football, man. It kind of has to be one game because there's so much to the, to the sport, you know. So, but the wild card, but the wild card wasn't one game either. It was best of three. 
Yeah, this year, which was your always big complaint about the wild card right. previous year. Wait, right. this year, th- I think this year was perfect. Last yeah. year, it was fucked because having one of the best teams and one game for baseball, it doesn't work. Now, was the best of three? Hey, my yeah. fellas, you had you had two games to show up. You didn't show up. Uh, I guess you don't want it as bad as the other teams do. Yep, the top two in each in each league get a buy. I like that. You don't have to deal with the right. wild card. You sit and wait. Right. So yeah, you earned that spot. You sat and wait just to get fucked. That's your fault. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> talking about Rob's there. Dodgers there and the Braves too. Yeah, no, listen, I was I was yeah. rooting for the Dodgers and Yankees World Series. I really was. Yeah. But I, I called it after the summer love ended of them like the Yankees being perfect. I'm like, all right, this this team is uh not as good as I thought they were. It was the Gallo trade that kind of screwed the Yankees, I think. So it really did. Yep. So it really did. And again, if it was me, you know, I would have got tossed on my job if I was fucking around like this, but no. Cashman and um, which now the Yankees fans I love call him Aaron Boone Baboon. I love that. So they're keeping him for some fucking reason. So that's why it's really hard to be a Yankees fan right now. Like, yeah, cool. Like they're in the playoffs. That's nice, but mm-hmm. we've come to expect more. So that's not good enough for me. Uh, where do you think Aaron Judge goes free agency? Where do I think he goes? I think I told Rob. I think the Dodgers. I think he's going to go to San Francisco possible yeah because i think the dodgers and the yankees are going to get into a bidding war for carlos correa and i think the dodgers may end up winning that because i think the dodgers are going to lose trey turner who could potentially go to philly i think also possible yeah yeah so uh verlander though that's that's the wild one i don't know if he stays in houston but I'll be very interested to see who takes uh, Justin Verlander for a few more I think years. At, I think at that point, he already got his money. I think he just wants championships. So yeah. he would be stupid to leave Houston, honestly. He really would. I would love it just because uh, I would love to see Kate Upton in the stands again, dude. So, uh, uh, yeah. yeah. You see you, you see, you're flicking <laughs> off the Philly fans? That was pretty dope. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Even the Philly fans were like, yeah, you know. Like, hey, Max was like, doing it too, man. Right. Golly. <laughs> we like that energy. That's right. Yeah. We like that energy. It's cool. Shout out Mattress Mac for literally putting his money where his mouth is, dude. Seventy-five million dollar payday mm-hmm. on the Astros winning the World Series. Amazing. So, dude's a dude's a treasure. So, all right, on to some NFL news, and finally, we have another team to laugh at besides, uh, well, Vegas. <laughs> Although we'll see after this week, right? The Colts. We'll, we'll still be laughing at them. We'll still we'll be, be laughing. laughing. We'll yeah. be laughing. We'll get to that. There, there's other teams to definitely well, laugh at, but. The Indianapolis Colts. Um, now, when we get into look back on our preseason predictions, there's a few of us that predicted the Colts would win the division. Uh, Three out of five of us. Actually. Who's stupid enough to do that? Well, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, we need we, we need to go over that, right? The, we are uh, going to go over that. Believe me. But before we get into that, let's talk about the fact that the Colts uh, fired Frank Reich. Cool. I think people saw that coming. Based that makes on sense, the actually. amount of yeah, talent that they sense. had, everything like that, yeah. So that makes sense. But then, it very quickly on the same day, rather than just promote someone on the staff to be the interim head coach and just finish the season, they hired Jeff Saturday. Brilliant. Who, to this point, his coaching experience is at the high school level in Georgia, I believe. That's, he, that's correct. Uh, roughly five years, I believe. He, or three years. Barely has a winning record, if I'm not mistaken, there either, too. So. 20 and 16. Solid. <laughs> no shit? Yes. Solid. Man, yeah. I could have applied then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
20 and 16, three playoff wins. Goddamn champion. That's what he is. Playoff wins. No college coaching experience. <laughs> no experience working in the NFL as any sort of assistant. And yes. This has just been getting lit up. And then on top of that, Saturday appoints the quarterback's assistant as the play caller now, who's never called yeah. plays in his life. Pretty awesome. Great. Like it. It's great. Hey, but JC, listen, they are not tanking. All right. <laughs> you, yeah, they are not tanking. Oh okay, you do not disrespect them. They are not tanking. So, 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 wait, so wait, wait, what you're saying is DJ could have been the head coach and I could have been the OC? Actually, Bruh. no. Here's why you guys would not be. Because you're black. Yeah, I, I, I was, was going to say it. I was just saying. Skin tone doesn't work that way. Yeah, you know that what? doesn't work. We can't you're do right. it. You're right. Look, because every enemy is still, still in the NFL and he's not going to be called to get, be a head coach, so we can't do it. Shit. So. You're right. When this hire happened, I was like, something weird is going on. And immediately, my first thought on this, like, okay, they're hiring Jeff Saturday. And Jim Irsay has been no, no stranger to saying, you know, he's going to coach us the rest of the season and possibly longer. Stupid. It seems obvious that Irsay is trying to find a loophole around the Rooney rule when he has to hire a new head coach. If he just hires a guy as an interim coach, maybe just has to remove the interim tag. He doesn't have to interview anybody else. It sounds like that's his plan. But... It's going to be very hard to justify to season ticket holders if Jeff Saturday loses every single game the rest of the way, starting with the Las Vegas Raiders this weekend. Oh, I can't wait. I can't <laughs> fucking wait. So oh, it's going to be a great fucking it. game. Guys, <clears throat> I think we should just kind of go around the room here. Uh, DJ, we'll start with you. Your thoughts on this whole fiasco in Indianapolis? This is a fucking circus, is my first thought on this. I mean, this, uh, seriously, you got, I mean, Ursa, he's, he's doing a press conference and he's legitimately pissed off because people are asking about tanking and he thinks it's absurd. What, what evidence can you provide me, Hearsay, that says you're not tanking? You brought in Jeff Saturday, zero coaching experience, and then Jeff Saturday says, hey, I'm going to get the quarterback's coach and he's going to call plays. Who also has no experience calling plays. And you're running a rookie as you're starting quarterback so, the rest of the season, too, by the way. Th- then you... Yeah. <laughs> you made him stop talking, Jason. Uh, Jesus I was Christ. Thinking, <laughs> oh, he, 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 didn't, he, he can't do it. He can't do it. So we're, we're going to take his ass and put him on the bench. He can't do oh shit. God. He can't move. He just gets hit. That's all he does. Put him on the bench because we don't want to pay him because we don't want you getting hurt, man, Ryan. So you sit your ass over there <laughs> so that we won't have to pay you any more money. And then, Sam Ellinger, this is yours now. This is your team. What's that? You don't have any experience? Don't worry about that. This is your team. You are a franchise guy. Yeah. I'm happy for Sam because he's in the NFL and he's playing, but he's going to get obliterated. And and this is the support staff he has. You have have Jim Irsay as the support staff, and then Jeff Saturday, who takes takes his QB coach and says now he's going to call plays. So so now, Sam, do what you do, which will end up being nothing. As a long run, I was happy Sam Ellinger got drafted, and I thought the Colts were a great situation yeah. for him. They just signed Matt Ryan, sit a year behind him, learn. You know, the Colts were going to be contending for a playoff spot. Um, Jonathan Taylor, how, how well was he going to do in his second year? Now, I don't even I don't even see him out there anymore. I, don't, I think he's hurt or something. I don't know. He's hurt. Yeah, but <laughs> then you're in this fiasco, and you're like, Ellinger's probably thinking, like, what the hell did I get myself into, right? Uh, chick- yeah, go ahead. Here's the, just one last thing. Yeah, he, he flat out said, 
And I quote, I'm glad he doesn't have any NFL experience. What? Why would you be glad that the person you hired to be the head coach has no experience? But you're not tanking, though. Check away your thoughts on this. Okay, so I'm not going to lie to you. When I I first heard the... uh, uh, Shut up. I hate you. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) When I first heard of the news, my, my initial thought... Was who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> like, I had to look him up to be like, who, what is this? And then I just asked Nora, and I go, I go, is this real? I'm like, is, is this isn't the onion? He was like, no, sadly, no, it's not. And I was like, oh, all right, well, they're tanking, but apparently they're not. So, uh, yeah, sure. I stand correct. No, they're done. I apologize. Yeah, that is absolutely not what they're doing. No. Yeah, don't don't piss off Jim Irsay. Come get you. Don't do that. I'll tweet that man right now. I don't give a shit. Let me let me tweet this man. Okay. I'm, I'm gonna share my thoughts real quick because I have a feeling Billy's gonna rant regarding this. But um, <laughs> wow. <laughs> I, mean, I, I the only reason I knew who Saturday was is because I knew he was the guy that snapped the ball to Peyton Manning for so many fucking years in this division. So bingo. Yeah, I knew it. he was. That's the only reason That's I knew it. Jeff Saturday. But, you know, I when Frank Wright got fired, I was like, oh, man, first Bill O'Brien, now him. Damn, another one bites the dust. You know, two great coaches wow. for my NFC, AFC oh South Rivals. You know? Oh, my goodness. Greedy. But I am just enjoying the Colts imploding. <laughs> really? Future Hall of Famers. Yeah. <laughs> Ever since Andrew Luck retired, I'm like, I love it. <laughs> this franchise has gone to shit, and it's great for me. <laughs> As a Titans fan, it's beautiful. I, it sucks that Sam Ellinger's there. Yeah, just get the fuck out, Sam, please. If it's sooner, sooner rather than later, right? But, God, this is an, it's an embarrassment. It really is an embarrassment. Like, dude, they are like they're taking hard yeah. for uh, what's his face, uh, Bryce Young from Alabama. Uh, most likely trying to grab him out of the, out of the draft. So, like, Jesus, it's this. <laughs> you can't sit there and tell me this ain't a tank job. Now, if Jeff Saturday comes in. Gets the Colts to the fucking playoffs, by all means, great. Good call, Ursay, but I don't see that happening. I know the guy has NFL experience. I know he played in the league. But this is a slap in the face to how many assistants that have worked their way up to get a chance at a head coaching job, you know? It's oh, it's unbelievably horrible. So, Some of them are on the staff. Yes, exactly. Uh, Nori. I don't even have a rant. This is too easy. It's like it's like it's always picking on the, when you speak though. That's why. So it's like the picking on the kid with Tourette's. Like I feel bad after a while. <laughs> like this is fucking horrible. Like I, so didn't they look up. like the goddamn Super Bowl contender last year? We were so excited for them in the preseason. What the fuck happened? How do you like? I don't know how you just take a Ferrari and just fucking drive it over a cliff like that. I don't understand. It's crazy. Like, are they a Super Bowl away from like a, a you know? No, but you could destroy the chemistry of the team. Like, there's so many good coaches out there <coughs> that, um, even if you wanted to avoid the fucking Rooney rule, like, goddamn, like, there was Matt Patricia, the defensive coordinator, um, or now the offensive coordinator for the, the, the Patriots. There's, like, fuck, there's Jack Del Rio still out there, I think, um, as a defensive coordinator somewhere. Like, there's so many possible better choices than a fucking center. I can't remember a fucking lineman, an offensive lineman ever taking the team to the promised land. You picked a goddamn center? What the fuck? Man? Like, I just, 
Did you just look at the Colts Ring of Honor like and just like you, you got to speed down number six and Saturday picked up? How the fuck was this process like what happened? I just it's like a bad reality show. I, my heart just breaks for Indianapolis. Right? Like, holy shit. Like you can't make this up. This is like some next level fucking incompetence. And even we're not doing the shit like that anymore. Like, why are they going through it? Like, like the Falcons, okay, yeah, they suck, sure. Or, you know, the Texans, eternally, but fine. But, like, goddamn, like, they were so good last year. It's just, as a football fan, it is so frustrating to watch, man. It really is. Like, why tank? Why tank? You're not the 49ers. Like, they didn't even tank. They just got fucking hurt. And they just land, they, they got Bosa and a bunch of other good players. Like, but you don't draft that well. You don't draft that well. So this is not your movie. Like, don't no. try to reenact the same shit. I, I don't, I don't know. I, I'm still really, really <laughs> shocked and disappointed. Like, I thought, I thought it'd be like, oh, Jeff Saturday now or something, something analyst for ESPN. Like, all right, whatever. I would swallow that. A goddamn head coach not even joining the staff or as a consultant or if it's a coordinator, a fucking head coach. Bruh. He's going to make McDaniels look like goddamn Bill Parcells. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> That's a great question. And, and I'll wow. have something to say when we get to that game too, for sure, right? In the battle of wits as well. You know, it's you look at the, some of the bad teams in the NFL right now, and, and some you can understand. The Texans, they're still dealing with the Bill O'Brien hangover. You know, <laughs> they, they couldn't make the trade with Dallas for Brandon Cooks. And a lot of that, apparently, the story is not just for the salary. It's the fact that the Texans wanted a lot of draft picks the Cowboys were not willing to give up to get a, a wide receiver that's basically on a rental. And to be quite honest, the Texans are, are really trying to get all these draft picks back that they lost from the Bill O'Brien years, right? right. Um, yep. The, the Lions, Lions are the Lions. They're, they're trying to work their way back up. Uh, the Panthers. They're just winning. Yeah. Panthers, same thing. It's a full-on rebuild. Uh, well, then again, right now it feels like the NFC South is entirely in a rebuild. Um, the NFC West, it's hard to say who's in a rebuild, who's not. I mean, the records is themselves, but it's the Vegas. Yes, Vegas is an obvious disappointment. That coaching hire, sure, Derek Carr, whatever. The defense, the defense keeps them in games most of the time. <laughs> Sometimes they're just not there, but then you have that offense is just oh. But then you got the Jags. They're up and coming. If we look within the division, yeah, they are in a rebuild mode. Trevor Lawrence is, is working his way up there, getting that offense going. They are still recovering from the Urban Meyer experiment one year later. But the Colts were not that far off. I nope. get it. You had a 3-5-1 and one start to the season. This is a like, – just take someone on the staff. As Nori said, it blows everything up. It just does not make sense. So – I but you know as a Titans fan I love it I love seeing it it's hilarious so but yeah from the from the standard of those in the NFL what they work their ass off to try and get that job I mean the the obvious situation right now is that it feels like Ursay did this to circumvent the Rooney rule he wants his guy in there he wants his friends in there and he's just gonna finish the season remove the uh, interim tag and then who knows who knows how many former uh, Colts players end up on the staff, right? So that's I almost wonder if that's how the coaching staff is going to be in Indy. So we'll see. Now, time for our what's bothering the minorities topic. And Nori, you had one for the table this week, so have at it, sir. So yeah, I, I, I wanted to bring up the Kyrie Irving thing because it is it is staggering, like how sports 
protects rich white men and immediately will go after black athletes. Like, first off, like, Kyrie Irving, I think he's very extreme in a lot of his views. You know, I, I get that. Um, I don't think he's as deranged as Kanye West. But ultimately, if you listen to him and what he's trying to say, he is very, very, very pro-black. That doesn't mean his problem is he has a hard time saying he's pro-black without being sometimes anti-white. And that's where you lose people. You don't ha you don't hate one race without, you know, elevating the other. Like that doesn't that doesn't make sense. The, the smart thing he should have done is not talked about a video that was literally promoted by you know Alex Jones, the Infowars uh, conspiracy theorist. Like where you're getting your information from is important. But ultimately, the NBA proved him right. Is because Irving's issue was that a lot of old Jewish elite run the country and they do and say what they want without consequences, which is why it was so hard to get Harvey Weinstein out of Hollywood. So his problem was though, is that putting everybody in one category. And again, Amazon should absolutely take responsibility for promoting this video because nobody even knew about the video until Kyrie Irving has such a big platform that he showed it. It's a 2000, 18 video basically saying like Hitler likes black people and all this nutty nutty shit um, was there some parts that make you think yeah there were definitely for sure um, where is Kyrie Irving's point though is a lot of modern day slavery kind of sort of exists and all the NBA did is kind of prove his point where Draymond Green on video on camera punched a teammate for who knows what reason probably a contract mouthing off who the fuck knows it doesn't matter the point is he literally assaulted somebody no suspension nothing like a, a fine a slap on the wrist but Kyrie Irving sent some anti-semitic comments and the NBA owners got involved uh, Adam Sterling Jewish got involved and it's so quickly when they want to put the hammer on somebody they can so somebody with probably shitty views like Kyrie Irving. Again, he does a lot for the black community. He does a lot for, he's weird as fuck. Uh, I don't believe the earth is flat, but you know, I wish he would go about finding truth in a different way than what he does. Well, with that being said, it's amazing how quickly it not only tried to uh, cancel him, but come for his whole career. Mm -hmm. Like it's, it's kind of wild. The flat earth shit, it really isn't hurting anybody. Like, yeah, you got a big platform. Okay. It's more annoying than anything, but you're, you're parents. You got to teach your kids that a basketball player shouldn't be teaching you fucking science and history. Like, we got to do better. Yeah. But all ultimately, the, at the end of the day, my problem is they kind of proved him right because they came after him quick and shut him down immediately. And now the owner is trying, is trying to get rid of him from the team. You have players like Brett Favre who essentially robbed the fucking state. Um, <clears throat> not an apology, not a peep, nothing. In the NBA, you have Draymond Green. You know, he's won multiple titles. He's been a good soldier. So um, he doesn't speak out too much against uh, white people, even though he did once, you know. And the NBA again came up. He basically said the owners are modern-day slave owners. And he had to go apologize about that, even though what he said was not entirely wrong. If you look at the whole context of what he said, not just pick parts. So my issue, my big issue was um, how... They didn't explain exactly what Kyrie Irving did. You can't just throw the word around anti-Semitic about everything when most people don't even know what it means. That's not the case. 
was his views potentially harmful to people? Yes. Is anybody out there going to start hurting Jewish people because of fucking Kyrie Irving? I doubt it. I doubt it. And Amazon takes some responsibility for this too, for this 2018 book that became a movie that should not be on their platform whatsoever. Um, but somehow Daddy Bezos is, gets off scot-free and it's all Kyrie Irving's fault. Like he directed the fucking video. He didn't. He shared a video he shouldn't have shared. But bottom line, the hypocrisy of coming down on black athletes who are trying to find truth in their ancestry and how they're viewed in America and, you know, all that, he's not entirely off base off. You know, I don't... The suspension we knew was coming, but I I remember we talked about this last week. We were wondering what was taking so long. (laughs) You know, we were wondering why the Nets hadn't acted or anyone had done anything. Um, And it was almost comical because the times Kyrie had a chance to say something, he wouldn't apologize. You know, he wouldn't mm-hmm. say he, you know, he doesn't realize what he was doing wrong. Maybe he either doesn't realize or he just doesn't care. You know, he seemed to think that he would like uh, Kanye was untouchable, you know, and it really wasn't until the Nets actually handed down the suspension, which if you're not aware, minimum five games, but there's a lot of prerequisites Kyrie Irving has to do for him to even be reinstated. Now, this came down from the team itself, not necessarily the NBA. And then he finally issues the apology. So, well, it's a little too late, dude. You know? Um, But yeah, I see your point. Why is it that a a fight in practice... I don't... Was there even a fine issued for Draymond Green? I don't even know. I don't don't think so. Yeah. I thought there was a fine. Was there a fine? Okay. But... Even a fine for a guy that makes like how much money that's like a slap on the wrist, you know? Um, something like that has to be rooted out because kids are going to see that. Kids that play basketball, they, oh, it's okay if I can argue with my, my uh, teammate in practice and I throw a punch or something, you know? Uh, Charles Barkley famously had that commercial, I'm not a role model. Well, there's kids that idolize Kyrie Irving and what he does on the court when he's on the court, right? If he's vaccinated or whatnot. Mm-hmm. And when they see how you act outside of it, they might try and mimic that, you know? Uh, how many of us growing up uh, mimicked Michael Jordan playing basketball, you know? Driving, fade away, uh, stick your tongue out, all that stuff, you know? Yeah. You think about all yep. the kids, you or all the players you idolized growing up when you would play basketball or, or baseball or football with your friends. But then when you find now that in the age of social media, where everything spreads like wildfire, you find out some, one of them did something or said something wrong. Makes you second guess things, right? You know, uh, it's it is. I get why the NBA acted the way they did. It obviously for what he promoted with no apologies, the suspension was deserved. But yeah, I see your point on the double standard. Draymond Green should have been suspended like at least one or two games. You know, um, but there's there's got to be a hard line that the NBA has established for certain things, especially this day and age with uh, so many racist views out there things get you know taken the wrong way sometimes the political climate of the country right now where, where it seems like racism just continues to rear its ugly head it's just it's 
horrible. And fortunately, players need to educate themselves. And I, I, I'll throw, I'll throw the idea at this. <clears throat> a part of this may potentially be the fact that you only have to play one year in college, and then you're eligible to go to the NBA. I really think they should change that rule, make it a minimum three years, get some sort of education so that you understand <laughs> some things of the world. Get you know. <clears throat> how thing, how the world works, some type of education so that you, you know, basically right now uh, I, I can use, well, I don't know if Kevin Durant did this, but I can use him as an example. He played one year at Texas. He really only technically had to go to school for a fall semester. He probably did that, kept his grades up for that fall semester. Basketball season starts. Basketball season's over in April. He probably just drop all his classes for the spring semester and then start worrying about the NBA. When you think about it, how many one-and-done players in college do that? You, you really only get one semester of an education because that's all you need, and then you're going to go to the NBA, right? How much does the fact that these players don't have to go to college, get an education, and then go straight to the NBA factors into this? You think if they did what baseball did, they might require, you know, or NFL for that reason. NFL requires three years. Baseball, you can draft you out of high school, but if you don't take where you get drafted and you decide to go to college, you have to stay a minimum three years before you're eligible to get drafted again. I don't, you know? I don't think they should be playing in a professional sport until they're at least 21 because if you can't, you can't buy alcohol until you're 21 because you can't understand the magnitude of the decision you're making on the average, right? So how right. can you possibly understand what it's like to be a possibly world superstar? Like most people are not Luka Doncic, Luka Doncic and Kevin Garnett and Kobe, where they could like or LeBron. They come out of high school with that mentality, and just like not fuck up. Like mm -hmm. it's too much to put on a young young person's mind. So I know people are just like horny for their talents right away, and oh, let's get them here and blah blah blah, whatever. But like you're doing a disservice to the, the person. I I don't think they should be playing until they're 21. Personally, there's they could do the G League. They could do. Uh, international if they want, whatever, but the NBA, I, I don't think so. The G League would be good because at least you get the understanding of how the system works and you know how many eyes are on you, right? International is a good a good spot too as well. So um but it it, it is potentially an issue. That that could potentially be an issue. It's just a theory out there that I have. Because a lot of the stuff with NBA players has really gone this route since you know, they kind of open that up to the one and done idea. And a lot of the players that you see don't get in trouble, like Steph Curry, for example, uh, went three years. He, I think he went three years at Davidson, actually finally did finish his uh, degree and was able to get his jersey retired at Davidson, which they didn't do for the longest time because he hadn't graduated yet. So, and I did like that. So, uh, yeah, but it is annoying. I think Kyrie Irving is just annoying in general. He's done something for the last like half decade every season that has really screwed over his team. And at some point, somebody needs to stand up. Some team just needs to say, hey, look, it's just not worth the headache. It really isn't. So, mm -hmm. um, but, you know, it's it's almost like he needs to be made an example of. And I don't know if five games is enough. Uh, I don't know how deep they're going to require him to go through these prerequisites to get reinstated, but 
I, I just, I don't know. I don't think five games is enough for him. I, I really don't care if he follows whatever prerequisites they give him, including the suspension to get back. Five isn't enough because he's arrogant. Yeah. So he, he at this point, he's got his money. He's got his ring. And so it's like, I'm Kyrie Irving. Who are you to tell me anything? I'm Kyrie Irving. So they suspend him for five games. That doesn't mean anything. He's going to do something else later on this season that's going to be worse. And then we're back in the same situation. Mm-hmm. But if they give him more games, I mean, I, don't, I, mean I, I can't even tell how many games at this point, but this, I, don't, I just feel like it needs to be reevaluated because five, five is not enough. That's, you basically give him a vacation, especially when they have back-to-backs. I mean, you, you suspend him for five games. That's, what, two weeks? And now he's back on, back on the court? I mean, it's, it's nothing. It doesn't do anything. Well, we'll see just how strict these prerequisites are. We'll see just how serious this gets taken, and we'll see if Kyrie comes out a different person. I won't hold my breath on it. <laughs> you know, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not. Me, me either. So, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Nori, thanks for the topic, and uh, but uh, sadly, I have a feeling we're going to be talking about Kyrie Irving like um, once a year until sure. he gets his act together. <laughs> All right. Let's look at how our preseason predictions are going so far. Uh, we're b- just past week nine, which is the halfway point of the NFL season. Uh, every team in the league has played either eight or nine of their 17 games. Um, and be fun to look back and see how we're doing right now as far as our preseason predictions go. Now, when we did our episode to kind of look at the pre- this, uh, season preview, I did write down all our predictions as we went through it. Um, I'm just going to say right now, as the standings hold up right now, uh, current playoff standings in the AFC side, Buffalo uh, out of the AFC East, KC out of the West, Baltimore out of the North, Tennessee out of the South, and the three wildcard teams are the Jets, the Dolphins, and the Chargers. Meanwhile, in the NFC, you have Philadelphia out of the East, Minnesota in the North, Seattle in the West, and Tampa Bay in the South, with the three wildcard teams being Dallas, the Giants, and the 49ers. So, uh, how should we do this? Should we one by one go through our predictions and laugh or, hey, good job or whatever? How should we do this or go by you have the list? Do you have the list for our predictions? I have it all written right down in front of me, yeah. so I think you should make fun of us make fun on, how wrong we are, on how wrong we are. Yeah, I think we go by one by one and of the here are your predictions and what the fuck were you thinking? All right. Or, great job. Yes. Well, yeah, yeah. we'll, we'll start with uh, the order we made in, which was based in, made on how our last season's uh, standings were. So, Chicken Wing, we'll start with you. Oh, God. Oh, you God. predicted, these were your division champions. The Eagles, the 49ers, the Vikings, and the Bucks. Mike picked Dallas. No, no. he didn't. No, he I did didn't. Not. Uh his wild card predictions were the Rams, the Cowboys, and the Packers. So I'm two off on the top seven. Uh, well, I mean not in the yeah. right order, but I'm two off in, as far as teams. Yeah, because yeah, the the Rams are not even in it right now, and definitely not the Packers right now. So. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> On the AFC no. side of things, you had Buffalo, KC, Cincinnati, and Tennessee as the division winners, 
And your wild cards were the Chargers, the Raiders, and the Ravens. Oh God, that's that's a lot worse. <laughs> the Raiders. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, you get the Raiders in there. Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah uh, nice job. Yeah, it's good. Um, it's solid. Uh, I'm like Rich Eisen. I have I have regrets. <laughs> I'll say. <sighs> that's definitely one of them. All right. Let's go to me next. Now, I predicted on the NFC side, I had Dallas out of the East, the Rams out of the West, <laughs> Green Bay out of the North, and Tampa out of the yeah. South. <laughs> My wild cards were Philly, San Francisco, and Minnesota. Yeah, Green Bay. That's like, wow. Unbelievable. And to an extent, the Rams, too. I was just like, wow. I didn't think the Rams were going to fall off as far as they have. Still a bit shocked by that, but then again, none of us saw Seattle doing what they were doing this year. Um, on the AFC no. side, I have I had Buffalo, the Chargers, the Bengals, the Titans as the division winners, and my wild card were the Chiefs, the Broncos, and Baltimore. Broncos country. Broncos that's right. Right. Hey, that's right. That's right. That's, that's right. right. Okay. That's right. <laughs> Oh my god! I'm not too far off with the Charges though. That could still happen. Then winning the division, it's yeah, like, that you know, that's for true. sure. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, the the Packers and the, the Broncos. <laughs> good God, man! What is what's going on? So that's right. All well, right. I mean, who could have predicted that? Really, yeah. seriously, who could have predicted the Broncos are going to be just trash this season? Yeah, all the hype around Russell Wilson being there, right? So yeah. All right, DJ, you ready? No, you we're had, going anyway. <laughs> you had Dallas, the Rams, Green Bay, and Tampa winning the divisions in the NFC. Your wild Holy picks were, shit. Your wild card picks were San Francisco, Philly, and Minnesota. You only got like three of the teams. Yeah. This is fucking ridiculous. God damn. <laughs> fucking Just try. go to the AFC, man. I, I, don't, I don't want to talk about this. Go to the <laughs> AFC. Uh, AFC, here we yeah. go. Miami. Could happen. That division's pretty wide open. Yep. Uh, yep. The Chargers, the yeah. Bengals, mm-hmm. and the Colts. Okay. The Colts. God damn it. I picked the Colts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Your wild cards were. Everybody but JC picked the Colts to win the AFC South. The only one that picked the Colts, that did not pick the Colts, was myself and Chicken. We were the only ones that picked the Titans to win the South. Everyone else picked yes, the Colts. Sir. Yes, sir. And then the wild card of uh, the AFC, you had the Chiefs, the Titans, and the Bills. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You know. yeah. AFC, you did, way, you did way better than the AFC. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Hey, right, hey, the Colts aren't tanking, so they have a shot. Don't worry about that. <laughs> you're right. They you're right. You're right. Nor, are you ready? Give me the lube and go in. All right. Here you go. You had Philly, <laughs> the Rams, the Vikings, and Tampa as your division winners in the NFC. With your wild card, here we go. San Francisco, Arizona, and Detroit. I'm not, oh, wow. that's not terrible. That's not oh. terrible. <laughs> Aside from Detroit. But yeah, wasn't too terrible. Um, AFC side, you have Buffalo, Kansas City, Baltimore, and Indianapolis as your division winners. And then your wild card is the Chargers, the Broncos, and the Bengals. Let's ride. <laughs> that's right. 
good. Only two, only two terrible ones there. The rest, the rest were pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Not terrible. Not terrible. All right. Now, Rob's not back on the call yet, but we can go ahead and just laugh at his shit. Um, we got Rob picked Philly, the Rams, Minnesota, and Tampa as the division winners, and his wild cards were Green Bay, San Francisco, and Dallas. Meanwhile, in the AFC, he had Buffalo, Chargers, Bengals, and Colts as the division winners. And this wild card may surprise you, but he picked the wild card to be the Chiefs, the Ravens, and the Jets. Hey, not oh, too bad well, right now. Well, yeah. Not too bad, not too bad. So, I not think potentially he might have been the closest one, at least on the AFC side. You know? All right, so. Don't tell him that. Just delete this episode. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so looking back on that, your preseason predictions of how it's going now, anything, anything that stood out, like what the fuck was I thinking? Um, yeah, the Packers. Packers, yeah, for me too. Yeah. God. Shit. I didn't I mean, I didn't think it was going to be that far off. Like Me and Mike even said, you guys got to understand something by now. If me and Chick are on the same page, look into it for a bit. Okay. Because then hell is frozen over. We disagree um, on the fucking That too. Yeah. So trust me, we said there's nobody to throw for Rodgers to throw it to. They're not winning shit. That's why I didn't even pick them for the playoffs. And I was right about that. Wait, did I have him as a wild card? No, right? No, I don't remember. You had him as the third wild card. Oh, you, had, you had Minnesota in the division. Yeah, so. I, had him, I had him dead last. Well, none of us okay. thought the Giants were going to be playing as well as they have. You know, that kind of thing. I mean, this is true. None of us this really thought the, the Giants or the Seahawks were going to no, be playing. No, but, but you know what? Detroit's playing better than Green Bay. Yeah, they proved it this past week, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> fucking, Golly, man. You know, y'all y'all may not know this. So Green Bay has lost five in a row. The yeah. last time they oh, lost five that. in a row uh, was 2008. And look who they play next week, Green Bay. No, look who they play. Yes, you know what? Let's go, Cowboys. Let's go. <laughs> Give up number six. Fuck that. I will be the biggest racist Green Bay fan next fucking week. <laughs> wow. I mean, yeah. I mean, division game, I get it. But fuck Aaron Rodgers, okay? He wants to be all salty and bitter because we didn't draft him. There's obvious fucking reasons why. But anyway. <laughs> yeah, Green Bay has Dallas on the schedule this weekend and then turn around short week Thursday night against the Titans. A couple of... Um, <gasps> That's seven? Seven in a row? Let's Let's go. Sounds, sounds like a couple of L's. Is what <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Well, let's get into that then. Our week 10 predictions. Hopefully Rob joins in time because he hasn't joined yet. But uh, uh, also real quickly before we get into that, we have our first uh, flex of the season. And this one impacts week 11. Uh, Kansas City and the Chargers were flexed to Sunday Night Football. With uh, the previous Sunday night game, Cincinnati versus Pittsburgh moved uh, to CBS at 325 Central Time. So Deserving. Very deserving. This actually mm-hmm. puts both Chiefs and Chargers matchups on a primetime uh, time slot. They were actually the first Thursday night game of the year on uh, Amazon Prime in week two. And now they're playing for the second time at night, but this time it's on Sunday night football. So I um, love it. A lot of AFC West games in primetime this season. So, all right. Well, let's get into it here. Uh, Thursday night this week, 
Hell of a barn burner, guys. This is going to be an exciting one here. Falcons at Panthers. Why do I feel like we just saw this one? Because we did. Yeah. <laughs> like two weeks ago. Yeah, I love it. Shit. Sound familiar because it happened a little bit not too long ago when it was Titans and Colts. They played twice in a matter of like three weeks, and now apparently it's happening I don't again. So. Uh, Atlanta, though, only favored by one and a half. So our pick order this week is uh, DJ, Nori, Rob, Chickawing, and then JC. But this is a game that can go either way, I feel, because it really almost did the first time they played. So, uh, DJ, where are you going with this one? I'm going with Atlanta on this one. The, the most excited we're going to see from Carolina is whether or not Baker Mayfield plays or P.J. Walker plays or maybe P.J. Walker gets benched and then Baker Mayfield goes in and then he throws two picks and then he gets benched. So, uh, Atlanta. All right. Uh, Nori? I'm going with the Panthers because if they didn't give the way – give the game away literally four times, uh, they would have won. I'm going to go with the Panthers. Okay. Uh, Rob, not joining us. He would pick next, and I'm sure he hates both teams. I have no idea where he would go. But Chicken Wink, what about you? Uh, he wants them to get a, a tie. But um, <laughs> I'm I'm going to go for the Dirty Birds. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go with Atlanta, too, on this one. Um I feel like this game's a pick your poison, like your damage we did every time. It's just it really is. Like I'm not, I'm not totally like married. To yeah. this idea. I just feel like I feel like they're actually shockingly putting up a lot of points mm. and playing somewhat consistent. And they just got, you know, they got their backs blown out by a team like that was in the Super Bowl last last week. So it's kind of forgiven. But literally two weeks ago against the Falcons, same team, they had the game won three or four times. And and I'm I'm more than confident they're coming for revenge. All right. Now, we're going to have a Sunday morning game this week, and it is the 8.30 a.m. kickoff Central Time on NFL Network, but it is the first NFL game in Germany. Uh, Seattle and Tampa Bay are going to be playing in Munich, Germany uh, this Sunday, right before their bye weeks. And Rob, would love to have him on here. Oh, you know what? But uh, it is what it is. So we'll go to DJ. What's your pick here where Seattle and Tampa travel uh Cross the globe, and somehow the Bucks are favored by ten. Can someone explain that to me? <laughs> I can't. I can't. Yeah, Tom Brady is uh, focused I... now. That's why <laughs> that divorce. Brady is has something to do with that, and by that I mean someone was paid. That's what. Yes. I, that's what I'm saying. Okay. Maybe that's what it is. Yeah. His mind is clear now because of it. I don't know. I'm not picking the Bucks. I'm picking. I'm picking the, the Seahawks. I don't know what happened to Geno Smith at the beginning of the season. I'm not sure. Maybe he changed his diet. I don't know what it is. But he's playing great football right now. So I'm going to go with the King of the West. All right. Nori? I'm going to go with the Bucks actually. Okay. They, they, they're not looking too bad at the last couple of weeks. They, they barely lost to the Ravens. You know, they kept up with them. Um, it's like the first lead that the Ravens didn't blow. And it was only by five points. Um, they They did enough to beat the Rams. I'm gonna go with them. All right, uh, Chicken Wing. Um, say it. I'm not saying it. I'm not saying it. <laughs> say it. Do it. Say it with your chest. I'm going with the Bucks. I'm Whoa. going with the Bucks. Yes. Uh, because just, oh, just because you don't want to say it. That's why. Because no. You, last week you acknowledged uh, Geno Smith as the king of the West, and I was right. Yeah. I was right. But this week. 
Um, definitely going to go with the fact that he, they're, they're going to be in a country where they don't like black people. Um, so, <laughs> Good Lord. Tom Brady. Where they going wow. to Texas? That too. Uh, not yet. Uh, that's that's later on this this year. But uh, yeah, they're gonna go Holy with uh, they're gonna go with that uh, Tom Brady. They're gonna wow. believe in his people. Please don't cancel us, Germany. Please. So yeah, we have, we have seven fans in Germany. You jerk. Could have lied. Yeah. Why would, why would you do that? Never. Never. The thoughts and views of whatever. Anyway. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, and long story short, Chickaway believes in the fact that Tom Brady is going to go undefeated after his divorce, and that is an even bigger role than beating the King of the West. Um, I mean, he is undefeated since his divorce. So, I mean, yeah, so I, I, mean, I, I get that. But that's no lie. That's no lie. I'm sorry, right. but a, a comeback win on the Rams, who haven't exactly been playing that well this year, doesn't convince me that they can't beat Seattle in neutral site with a lot of travel. It convinces uh, me because the Rams are a lot healthier than fucking the Bucks, and they still lost. Same. Yeah, but it's the Rams being the Rams right now, you know. So, uh, but I, I've hmm. King of King of the West uh, is gonna exactly. go, and <laughs> I don't know if it's King of West Germany, East Germany, whatever. But I got Geno Smith winning this one, and the Seahawks winning this one. So, hey, he's he's King of the West everywhere, JC. Okay. Wherever the West is, he's King. Okay, so, that's what that is. Uh, I think the way the Seahawks have been playing, they they want to get into the bye week with another win, put everything there on the line for this one, and then just get, be able to rest and make that stretch run uh, and for the division. So uh, I've got the Seahawks winning this one. Uh, on to the Sunday early games. Uh, Minnesota at Buffalo. And while Buffalo is favored by 9.5 on the initial line, that may shift depending on Josh Allen's injury. That's... Nine and a half. Yeah. All right, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Well, DJ, you're picking first, so have at it, sir. If Josh Allen can play and he's at 80% or better, I'm picking the Bills. So based off of the fact that he's not been ruled out, I'm going to stick with the Bills. If he is not playing, I'm probably going to change my pick. Okay. Uh, Nori. Um, I think I think the... Him being hurt was a little exaggerated because I think the Jets just played really, really good defense and the Bills just had an off game. Whereas Minnesota, I'd like to pick I'd like to play them, but they literally almost lost to the commanders. So I'm not quite sure if I wanna put all my eggs in that basket. I think I'm gonna go with the Bills. Okay. Uh chicken wing. I'm gonna go with the I'm gonna go with what DJ said, because copy pasta. Mm-hmm. If he's not playing, then I'm I'm swapping that pick. I'm saying Vikings right now because I don't think it would be smart for them to play Josh Allen. Um, if you look ahead to the schedule, I you say it's a UCL injury. If it's it's bad, I think it's probably like what four weeks to to recover. I think it was it was something I was reading about it. You look at the next four weeks. It's Vikings, Browns, Lions, and Patriots. AFC East. The Bills are zero two in their division. They have to play Josh Allen. They have to play his corpse. They have no choice. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly think it might not be a bad idea to rest and make sure that arm is healthy. Might take a little loss against the Vikings here. I, I'm, I'm with you guys. If Josh Allen does not play, I'm picking Minnesota. If he does, mm-hmm. definitely going to change to Buffalo. But if he sits, probably might take a loss to Minnesota. But I think without Josh Allen, they have they can still beat the Browns and definitely beat the Lions. 
you want him healthy when you get another shot at the, at the or when you get your first shot at the Patriots. You're going to need him then, right? I think the Bills have a good enough defense to keep him in the game against the Browns and Lions. The Vikings, though, have been playing great. So, but I'm with you guys. Right now, my pick is Minnesota because I don't think Josh Allen will play. But if find out he's active, he's good to go, probably will change my pick on that one. So, uh, Speaking of the Lions, they're going to be visiting division rival Chicago this week. The Bears favored by one and a half. DJ, where are you picking on this one? I'm going with the Bears because the Lions play literally no defense. All right. Uh, Nori. I'm going with the Bears because they're playing pretty decent football um, lately, and I don't think they know how to close out games. It's between can't close out games versus having a hard time winning games. So, um, yeah, I'm going to go with the, the Bears, even though I'm rooting for Detroit. All right. Chicken wing. I'm going to go for the Bears. Uh, that that trade seems to be helping them a lot. And Fields is not a bad kid. He's got one year under his belt. He's He's been improving steadily every year. So I'm going to go with the Bears on this one. I'll buy that. Anyone else try and match up, try and pick up Fields in their fantasy leagues and it seemed like everybody was trying to get him off the waiver wire? Nope. No. Nope. <laughs> I'd put a claim in yeah. for him in a league. I have Josh Allen. I don't, I don't, yeah. I don't need Fields. Well, yes, I... Yeah. I have my in one league. I have as my. I think I have a. I have a quarterback on by my backup was Aaron Rodgers. Long as like his fields available, <laughs> still couldn't get him. So I don't know what the hell I'm going to do at backup quarterback anyway. But, um, but yeah, I'm going with Chicago. Uh, the Bears are playing great right now. Uh, since that trade for for Claypool, and that's worked out really well. All right, Denver at Tennessee. I'm picking first on this one. Going with the Titans, because I believe they'll. Learn from their damn mistake and just run the freaking ball. <laughs> and so, and uh, the defense uh, very impressive against the Chiefs. I think they'll do a great job shutting down Russell Wilson. And I've got the Titans running all over the Broncos on this one. Uh, DJ, what about you? <laughs> I think this That's is one right. of those. No, anybody's, I think Titans. this is one of those. Is anybody picking the Broncos? Yeah, feel it's that way because we can say it. Yeah, is anyone picking the Broncos yeah. to be the Titans? No. Let's ride. No. Let's shut the fuck up, Chicken Wing. <laughs> I mean, I ain't picking him. Let's ride. <laughs> and in a similar vein, we're going to get the next question. Jacksonville and Kansas City. Chiefs favored by nine and a half. Is anyone picking the Jags to go into Arrowhead and beat the Chiefs? There, There's not enough beautiful no. hair to save that game. So, no, I'm <laughs> definitely going Chiefs on that one. All right. All right, and Cleveland at Miami. Um, you can. You can, you can. really? All right, yeah. Anyone think the Browns are yeah, going to beat Miami? Can. No, sir. No. Miami too good right now. And Nori was a huge believer in yeah. it. Yeah, that, that Jalen Waddle guy is pretty good. I don't know. That Tyreek Hill guy, he's, he's doing some stuff over there too. And for the fourth game in a row, but, but we're going to allow Nori to speak about his Giants oh here. Because it's Texans at Giants. Nori, have at it, man. Talk a bit about your Giants and what your pick is for this one. I mean, if they lose to the Texans, <laughs> bruh. Even with no fucking wide receivers. Even with no fucking wide receivers. Uh, I don't uh There are quite a few games this year I was worried about with the Giants. This might be the first game that we don't struggle and win by barely seven points within seven. But, you know, we don't have receivers. So, I don't know. 
All right. Uh, I think Giants win convincingly. I hope and I think. You know what? Fuck it. I think they win convincingly. Okay. Is anyone? I almost have to. Yeah. Anyone think the Texans get a win here going into uh, MetLife? Fuck no. (laughs) And and I'm a Cowboys fan. Fuck the Giants, but fuck no. (laughs) And one that might be a little bit tougher to call: New Orleans at Pittsburgh. This is gonna. I don't know. This is, it is. Yep. So DJ, go let's go first, dude. Who you got? I'm gonna go with the Saints. All right. I'm gonna go with the Saints because I think their defense will do enough to not only keep them in the game, but I think maybe they'll get a a pick six, scoop and score, something like that, and that'll that'll get them the win. All right. Nori? I agree. Yeah, I think this, I think I trust the Saints' defense a lot better than the Steelers right now. I am. Mm-hmm. I think the Saints got this. All right, chicken wing, copy pasta. Yeah, I'm going the Saints as well. Uh, I think they're playing better ball right now than the Steelers, so I'm gonna go with them. All right, late afternoon Sunday games, and it's the uh, battle of which head coach was the worst hire for their team. Interim, oh otherwise. Yeah, this one, uh, you kind of wish that the flex schedule was Raiders out. This, this one, bit of it. Huh? Broncos and Raiders are playing this week? <laughs> Not Colts, that one. Colts and Raiders. <laughs> <laughs> it's Jeff Saturday matching wits with Josh McDaniel, guys. Uh, why wasn't this flex to Sunday night, right? Uh, if Jeff Saturday somehow wins his first head coaching job, it's gonna be fucking hilarious. It just it just proves my point <laughs> that McDaniel's is that fucking bad. If Jeff Saturday wins this game against Josh McDaniels, they should just fire Josh McDaniels right then. Like, don't even let him get back on the uh, get, get on the bus. I was gonna just ask, do you think this is yeah. a Herb Edwards situation where they fire him right there in the end zone if he loses to Jeff Saturday? I, no, he hopes that shit yeah. happens. Bro. He, he'd be he'd be getting popcorn just no, waiting. I, for I, I really don't because like it's just it, it's sad. I feel bad for Raiders fans because I hate seeing talented rosters held back by really bad coaching. The only team I really wish that for is Dallas. Everybody else, like, oh, this makes me sad. You know. But like the Raiders, like a lot of us had them in the wild wild card and holy shit, Devonta Adams. There's no yeah. way to fuck that up, right? They yeah. have chemistry college. No, no, you, you can't fuck it up. Bad coaching can fuck that up. Well, the Raiders are only favored by three and a half at home. So DJ, who you got? I don't fucking know. <laughs> um <laughs> you don't fucking know. What do you you don't fucking know? Uh, but you, you have you have the cold holy world. I think you DJ know, still believes in his uh, division pick for the preseason. About look the at look at who look at who's all playing who, and this should be the one time. At the end of the day, the West West huh? What? What? What'd you say, DJ? Oh, I said I'm, I'm going to go with the Raiders because they're playing at home and they're less of a circus than the Colts at this very moment. All right. <laughs> okay, let me just ask this. Does anybody believe in the Jeff Saturday experiment in Indianapolis? <laughs> is, Jonathan, is Jonathan Taylor healthy? Probably not, right? <laughs> no, he's not. So, Nori, no, yeah. you're yeah. picking Josh McDaniels over Jeff Saturday at this point. You know what it is? Have you seen... Oh, my God. Even McDaniels can't fuck this up, right? <laughs> because, like, have you seen the, quarterbacks, the, the quarterback play football? Holy fuck, how did he get a starting job? 
You mean to tell me this, he was the better decision than Matt Ryan? What kind of fucking cocaine is this yes. going on here? No, I know Ursay does cocaine. I get it. Like he he's he yeah. likes that shit. But I, I thought he was done. I didn't know he was still going. I thought he was in treatment. I thought he was in therapy, but I guess not. <laughs> That's just what he wanted you to believe. That's yeah. gotta be the catchphrase of the whole season. Even McDaniels couldn't fuck this up, right? That's Jesus Christ. We keep saying that, but then he keeps fucking it up. What if so, this game is in a tie? Do they still fight over Stop! They deserve Please a tie. Stop. Don't, be, deserve don't, a tie. Do that, don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> they really do. Don't, don't <laughs> this, do that, is, this is a 6-6 six, six kind of game. That's what this is. 6-6 <laughs> six, six for the tie. Oh my gosh. <laughs> My God! Oh, all right, this, this is, a, this so is a last minute field goal to get a tie, and then Bye. the Raiders Raiders Nation would go nuts because they tied the game and didn't lose. <laughs> but, it, but at the end of the day, it's like you really, you really, you still lost. Jeff Saturday oh. tied Josh McDaniels, guys. Let that sink in. So funny. All right, let's move on. Uh, Holy shit, man! Dallas. Speaking of a clusterfuck, Dallas at Green Bay right now. So, um, <laughs> Dallas only favored by two and a half on the road. I think it's just because of the fact that it is Green Bay in Lambeau. Uh, DJ, who you got? Because uh, it's your team, you got to sure. pick. So yeah, all right. So yeah, yeah. Go, go on the Cowboys. You know, we Aaron Rodgers. They'll lose this game, and Aaron Rodgers will find some way to blame somebody else for his failures. Yeah. So. Uh, let me get ready to ask this question here, guys. Does anybody think the uh, Green Bay Packers riding a Five-game losing streak are going to beat the Cowboys at home. We hope they beat the Cowboys at home. We don't think they would. <laughs> okay. But if, if, if there is a team to wake up, I sure as fuck hope. You know, when I you sure look at the history hope. of it, Aaron Rodgers does perform very well against the Dallas Cowboys. I think I think Nori's the only person that hopes that this happens. I, yeah. Mike, there's no way wouldn't have it any other Dallas way. actually beat Green Bay. There's no way. You hate Dallas. I hate Dallas with every fiber of my being, but no, I, I I need I need Dallas to take a take a W on this one. Why? Why? Because fuck Aaron Rodgers. Yes, my yes, I, I'm, I'm, I'm just saying I'm, words. Okay. You're just saying words. Right. You know what you're saying. <laughs> I I actually wanted to hear that too because I, I want Dallas. It makes no sense. It makes no sense. Because you fuck Aaron Rodgers. That's right. Oh, okay. Right. That's that, it. that I understand. That's, that's it. That I reason I guess. All right. You were fine. Great reason. Fine picking him in the playoffs. You were fine picking him in the playoffs, but now it's fuck Aaron Rodgers. Bro, you make it's always sick. been fuck Aaron Rodgers. What are you talking about? <laughs> oh my gosh. He needs to go get immunized from losses. That's what he needs to do. All right. Um, <laughs> Arizona at the Rams. The final Sunday late afternoon game. Uh, Rams favored by five and a half at home. Uh, DJ, who you got? I'm going with the Cardinals. Okay. Nori, what about you? Hmm. You know what? They've been going with the Cardinals too. Nice. Okay. Sugar wing. I guess just fuck me, right? I hate you both. Yeah. Uh, yeah, basically. Yeah. I'm going with the Rams because they're more. Well, actually, I, I took the back. They're in better control of the win now situation than the Cardinals are currently. Uh, I've actually got the Rams on this one as well. This is kind of a coin flip game to me, but uh, I'm looking at the fact that the Rams won earlier this year in Arizona. Now it's at home, and you know I just think that's a better matchup for the Rams team to match up better against the Cardinals, at least within the division. So 
but uh, I've got the Rams. Well, the Rams don't really have home games, though, so... No, it's the Chargers I mean, that don't have home that's games. That's the Chargers, Chargers there, sir. The Chargers. You have the wrong oh, LA that's right. it's just, it's just, No, it's just the 49ers that take over the Rams stadium. Exactly. That's what happens. The only time the Rams have a home game, quotes, is when the 49ers are playing town. So, yeah. Speaking of the 49ers, Chicken Wing, let's talk about them. They are playing, hosting, I should say, the Los Angeles Chargers on Sunday Night Football. Chicken Wing, who you got? This is crazy. I have the Niners. All right. Nice, nice in-depth analysis here. All right, DJ, we Great. got Great. That's awesome. Yeah, man. He, I mean, you would never know that that was his team. Yeah. Know, I got the Niners. Fucking next person. Right. Anyway. He's, he's, he's got the Niners as his name is Tank for a new quarterback. This guy doesn't know. He doesn't know exactly. how to play. He really Great. Doesn't. That's fucking he just, awesome. That's why we think he just loves misery. He just argues to argue. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right. Well, he's got the Niners. DJ's got the Niners. Nori, what about you? Um... I think the Niners would be hilarious if the Chargers won. <laughs> and the preseason is probably the high-pass match. But I think the Chargers yeah. are really hurt. I know the 49ers are really hurt, too, but they're much better coached than the Chargers. So I think the 49ers got this. Yeah. I, I think this potentially could be the best game of the weekend, honestly. Um, maybe Minnesota and Buffalo might give it a run for the money, but uh, this is two teams competing within their division, still trying to make a, you know, trying to get into the playoff spot. But... Um, I'm going with the 49ers here. I like them at home coming off a bye into Sunday Night Football. Um, I think this is uh, this would be a good way for them to get back Dude, into if it. We'd, if weed were legal everywhere, the most baked fun game to fucking watch would be the Raiders and Colts. <laughs> Absolutely. <fucking movie. laughs> I would love to get baked and watch that goddamn game. I would love to. Uh, uh, is it legal in Vegas? So I have to go to there. I mean, he's not lying. Yeah. I mean, he really isn't because... I'd, I'd be sitting right there with Nori. I'll be hilarious, hilarious to watch that game. Yeah. <laughs> great watching that game. <laughs> All right. And finally, the Monday night game, the Washington Communists take on the Philadelphia Eagles in Philly. <laughs> Epic NFC East matchup here. <laughs> you did your best. You yeah, did your best, right, I know. I got it. Anybody think it. the Communists get to 500 and have the Eagles their first loss? No, but I've seen crazier shit happen. <laughs> we have seen crazier shit happen. The Eagles, the Eagles are not going They're good. They're great. Yeah. But they're not going undefeated. Somebody's going to get their number. I'm picking the Eagles. Uh, I agree I with that. It's just lose, not so. going to be Washington. I mean, not this week, but. No, well, of, it, of course. That's, that's kind well, of, of the thing with Philly, right? There's a history of it. They're looking good, then something happens, and then it just implodes. Like we're just waiting for that to happen, right? So right. that's 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 definitely what Nori's waiting on. Yeah, I think everybody. I is. honestly think Eagles. I, look I up, am also like right now. That, yeah, Eagles look, look like they're gonna win the Super Bowl. They really do, and that's annoying because I'm like that. But then again, then again, Arizona last year was nine and zero. Just now, saying. Let Let me ask you this, uh, especially Nori and DJ, since this is division rival. The next three games on the Eagles' schedule are <laughs> Communists. The Colts and the Packers. If they were to lose one of those games, which one would be the funniest? Oh, oh, geez. Um, I think the I think the Commanders for sure. Okay. Commanders, because that's a division game. That that weighs more. I think. Well, the funniest would be the Colts because he lost to Jeff Saturday. <laughs> I mean. You lost to Jeff Saturday. Seriously. 
let that sink in. You lost to someone who has, I mean, at this point, I mean, at that point, it would be two games under his belt, three, whatever it is. You lost to Jeff Saturday. Yeah, and as Seriously. of right now, that game against the Packers is on Sunday Night Football. Could get flexed, you know. That that won't. Uh, yeah, it will. It will. Yeah. There's no way in hell that they're like, oh, yeah, the, the Eagles and Packers, that'll be great. No, it won't. Fuck you. No. Rob, is that you? Possibly. Hello? Yeah. Family well, just fucking well. Wow. Right as we just wrapped up our predictions for week 10. But. Nice. Let's go ahead and get your predictions. Nice. Because why not? So. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. Um, Hold on. Um, no, no, no. I'll go through. I'll, I'll tell you the games. You tell me the picks. Here we go. Ready? All right. Just take your time, Rob. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, go. All right. Thursday night. Atlanta at Carolina. Uh, Atlanta. Okay. Nice. Sunday morning, your Bucks are taking on the Seahawks in Germany. I uh, I honestly believe in Geno Smith. Damn, Geno Smith, King of the West. As you should. Yep. Yeah. See, Mike, you, Mikey knows. Mike, just just get on board, dude. Seriously. Stop that. All Stop right. that. <laughs> Mike already admitted Geno Smith is King of the West last week, exactly. so that's all I need. It. That's it. So. <laughs> all right, uh, Minnesota at Buffalo. I'm going to take the Bills, just because Josh Allen may have had one bad game. I don't think he'll have two. All right. Detroit at Chicago. Chicago. They found something with Justin Fields. If they keep going with it, I'm sure they'll be successful. And Chase Claypool is actually, you know, something. All right. Something of a receiver. Denver at Tennessee. (laughs) Tennessee, yeah. (laughs) I think you're ready for Rob to laugh a lot. Here we go. Jacksonville at KC. Chiefs. Cleveland at Miami. Dolphins. <laughs> Houston at New York Giants. I would say Texans just to piss all of y'all off, but I'm going to go to the Giants. <laughs> okay. New Orleans at Pittsburgh. Uh, surprisingly, I'm taking New Orleans. Even though they have quarterback issues. Yeah, I'm, yeah. yeah I'm going to take New Orleans, yeah. I think it was a clean sweep. All of us did, actually. So, All right. Late Sunday afternoon, this epic battle of uh, questionable coaching hires. Jeff Saturday's Indianapolis Colts taking on Josh McDaniels' Las Vegas Raiders. I don't even think Saturday has seen the playbook yet, so I'm going to go with the Raiders. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, he's writing the playbook. Don't worry about it. He's going to write a new one. That's right. He's going to write the playbook. Dallas at Green Bay. Uh, Packers are falling apart, so Dallas. Arizona at the Rams. The Rams aren't completely broken. So, Rams. All right. Sunday night, Chargers at San Francisco. Uh, the San Francisco McCaffrey's, yes. Okay. And then finally, yep. the yep. Communists at the Eagles on Monday Night Football. If Schneider actually sold by Monday, I would go with Washington. But since he hasn't, I'm going to go with Philly. <laughs> wow. Respect. Fair enough. That, respect. Yeah, respect. So. Take it off. Rob, well, better late yeah. than never. Glad you were finally able to join us. So, hey, um, yeah, we did uh, laugh uh, somewhat at your preseason predictions, but I will say this: you were the only one to pick the Jets in the wild card, AFC wise, and as it stands right now, they're in the wild card picture. They're in the wild card. Yes, That's right. <laughs> but you were one of three my, people yeah, on this my other picks. But you were you were one of three people on this podcast that picked the Colts to win the AFC South. Yeah, well, uh, you know. 
We all make mistakes. Right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. See, we all make mistakes. That's why it's, that's why it's called pre-season before the season. <laughs> and then finally, I want to get your thoughts on the entire comical situation that is the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, if they really wanted this much attention, they did it the right way. Like they found ways around. They found ways around the Rooney rule. They decided just to just say, screw it all the hell. I'm going to hire who I like. Because did you see the interview with the uh, the owner? He was just like, yeah, I like the guy. What? He's got zero experience in college or even like professional football. And he coached his kid in high school. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Completely doubt. But they're not tanking. They're not tanking. They're not definitely tanking. not they're tanking. Not tanking. And, you know... Nope. Yeah, all the other coaching options that were out there, like the no, player, no like Reggie Wayne on the team already, or like the uh, what is it, the uh, defensive back coach who's been there for like twenty years, or no, yeah. no, 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 nope. He likes yeah. the no, 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 no. He likes the guy, dude. Yeah, likes, okay. likes the name Saturday because that's the only time they ever do anything, you know, purposeful. <laughs> 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 this wow. guy. All right, so I got to step away again for a few minutes, but uh, yeah, that's it. All right, well, real quickly, we're about to wrap up. I'll just let you know, be prepared, because next week it'll be time for your bi-week report card for your Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So. Oh, you mean the C-minus that I'm giving them? Sure. Well, we'll C-minus. We'll see. Might be worse we'll this week. We'll see how they do this week. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> thanks for popping in, Rob. Appreciate it. So, um, All right. Well, guys, that does wrap up this week's episode of the Sports Monitors Podcast. Again, next week we'll recap week 10. Uh, Rob will give us the bi-week report card for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And then we'll make our week 11 predictions, which uh, features our flex. And we'll see what other uh, former Colts players get hired uh, to work on Jeff Saturday's staff. <laughs> Dan Orlovsky, anyone? Maybe? There we go. Just throwing that out there. All right. No. Once again, I'm JC, your resident Titans fan. Congrats to my Houston Astros for winning the World Series. Love it. Love it. Dropped about 200 bucks on championship gear, and I can't wait for it to arrive in the mail. So, uh, joining me, we got disgusted. Uh, <laughs> Lord Chicken Wings, nice. you're welcome. You you are the only one that will call yourself that, just so you know. I and I have a plaque on my way too. Oh, that's well, right. Fuck, fuck you. you. Yeah, that's right. Fuck you too. <laughs> um, I'm Nori. I'm gonna remind everybody that I'm a very happy Giants fan because. Uh, <laughs> Because I'm a happy Giants fan, and um, I don't know. I got nothing else woody. Fuck all your teams. So, yeah. That plaque that uh, that Chick Wing order is just blank. He's going to write on it with a Sharpie. That's it. Can't even pay for the engraving. So, that sounds shit. like a, a, yeah, a Mike thing to do. Fuck, yeah. fuck all of you. Like okay. Uh, yeah, DJ here, Cowboys fan. Uh, looking forward to this Super Bowl run that Jeff Saturday is about to go on. <laughs> yep. They're going straight there. Straight to the moon with Jeff Saturday. Can't wait. Can't wait to see it. <laughs> Super Bowl run. Well, yeah, no, no, Super Bowl run so he can watch it on his couch because that's what he'll be doing. Yep. That's, that's what I'm getting at. Thank you, everyone, for joining us this week on the Sports Winners Podcast. We'll catch you next time.
Thanks everyone once again for listening to the Sports Minorities Podcast. We do appreciate it. If you want to keep the conversation going, we're on Twitter at Sports Minor Pod and also on Facebook at Sports Minorities. Our YouTube channel, Sports Minorities. Search on there. We live stream every now and then, just some random stuff. And you can also reach us via email, sports.minorities at gmail.com. We do appreciate you taking the time out of your day to listen to us, and we'll catch you all next time. You know, I would have hired Urban Meyer before I had her Jeff Saturday. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. No, you fucked up. But that's funny, though. <laughs> <laughs>